We're talking about conspiracy theories and the way that politicians maybe have a role in trying to quell some of these, maybe the more dangerous ones. We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's a political columnist for the Regina Leader Post and the Saskatoon Star Phoenix, Murray Mandrick. Murray, thanks so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're more than welcome. Murray, Murray, you wrote an article um, talking about politicians not doing enough to quell conspiracy theorists. I'm wondering why it was that you wanted to even dive into this subject. What led to this curiosity on your part? Oh, that's a good question. Why do you want to dive into any of these subjects these days, Chelsea? Because <laughs> the backwash is not pretty. But um, <laughs> in essence, I think it's important. Uh, and why I think it's important is because it's it's blending and melding into too much of the everyday dialogue. Hmm. And in your newscast, I think you touched on that particular issue related to uh, the whole issue of what's being taught in terms of, uh, uh, of uh, transgender information in schools and the notion out there that teachers, unions, federal governments, everybody has this agenda to uh, make transgender something that's popular or permissible. That's based on the obvious notion that somehow this is something that teachers can influence or even more ridiculous the teachers have nothing better to do than mm. than basically push this particular agenda. But it's out there, and, and we see it online. And in Saskatchewan in this past week, we just we didn't only see it online. Uh, we saw the Queen of Canada uh, basically coming to the doors of small towns in Saskatchewan. I think she still is. So we're, we're kind of lost sight of her at this particular point. And actually, to the credit of the people in those communities, being chased out saying, we don't buy your stuff. And I don't think they put it that quite that politely, but uh, they, they certainly did not give her a warm welcome. But the problem is that some of the things that are being said by the more outlandish are melded with things that are less outlandish. And sometimes people have a hard time distinguishing between the two. And in this post-COVID era, I don't think we're seeing enough politicians stand up, maybe even the way they once did two, three years ago, and say, no, that's just simply nonsense. Uh, it started with the anti-vax movement, I think, and a few others uh, that basically put politicians or politicians put themselves in a position where it was kind of hard to basically defend some of these things. And I think some of them have simply given up on, on the notion that they want to. We live in, I think, such an interesting era of prominent disinformation really being everywhere, right? And social media, I think, contributing to that in a lot of ways. Um, you know, there are there are echo chambers, I think, that, that are all over the place that can kind of keep these ideas and these mindsets sort of permeating and, and can come across as really as interesting to buy into. Why is it that you think that politicians are the ones that have a large role in trying to quell some of these. Why Why them? Why is it their responsibility to step in? Well, believe it or not, they're still respected. And they're respected by the very people that are are, are prone to believe the, some of, of these things. For instance, on the whole issue of what's going on in our schools right now and gender identification or everything else, that wonderful little modern myth going on that there's kitty litter boxes in every schools and, and people are identifying in cats. Mm -hmm. There was one particular occasion where 
a local school board in rural east south uh, east central rural Saskatchewan uh, the uh, the caters to about 15 communities about 27 schools actually had to put out a brochure of myth and reality and say no we don't have litter boxes in our schools no this isn't where our kids are going to go pee or anything else they have regular bathrooms uh, like every place else yes we are putting in bathrooms uh, that can be used by both boys and girls but that's pretty much the same as your house so that's the extent of of, of, of that issue yet they still had one grandmother that basically insisted no 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 that's not true because i read it online or i saw it on the internet or wherever and the director of education says look lady i'll take you to all 15 communities in our school district show you each school and show you they're not there well she never took them up on the offer but nevertheless that is what they're contending up with out there so obviously people dealing with this issue need help and i think since we are not terribly helpful sometimes in the media because we are we tend to be the ones that uh, are are disbelieved by the, the by a certain uh, cast of people, maybe it's the politicians that have to stand up and say no, no, we we can't tolerate this anymore. Uh, it's unproductive for society. Ain't good. I wonder if there are political ramifications, though, to coming forward and addressing some of these conspiracies head on. Not that I, not that I'm disagreeing with you, because I think that you know it's it's really important. It's important to really oh, you know, to, to crack down on some of these and to clarify what is real and what isn't. But I wonder if the reason that we're not seeing more of that is because there is you know some some political gamesmanship happening. Oh, absolutely, and 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 it's self-perpetuating, somewhat created by the politicians themselves. Mm. I suspect it started with the uh, anti-vaccine movement and politicians rightly saying that you have the right to not take the vaccine if you particularly have reasons not to, or or even a strong belief in that. But that morphed into uh, into the convoy rally, the uh, the freedom convoy, and everything else based on truckers. Politicians, particularly conservative politicians, found this a very easy and convenient way to have a lot of abuse heaped upon the federal liberal government. Not that it doesn't deserve uh, abuse for any number of reasons, but probably not this one, because certainly provincial governments were as responsible, in fact, more responsible for implementing and carrying out the vaccination policies as the federal government was. But never, but nevertheless, government here, the Saskatchewan government here, the Alberta government at the time, certainly had its way with basically blaming the Trudeau government for this whole thing and encouraging the truckers that, you know, if you want to cross the border, you need vaccines. Now, why did they specifically come to the aid of, of truckers who, in essence, were basically carrying the anti-vax message at the time. And, of course, not all truckers, very small proportion of them. Most truckers, like everybody, everybody else, got vaccinated. But well, they did this because it was politically convenient for them because they made a mess in Ottawa. And now they're married to the policy. And they, they, they obviously can't escape it. There's lots of pictures of politicians from this province in Alberta and Ottawa and elsewhere with uh, uh, with uh, truckers, some of which are now being charged in court, and that's problematic for them. So obviously, they have to kind of either defend it or at least not make a big issue of it. And as soon as they do, they run into the problems that you suggest. So by cozying up to the problems, like a, two years ago, they've created this problem for themselves now. And I guess that's where where therein lies the problem. Uh, it's hard to divorce themselves from the reality because some of the issues are pretty uh, subtle. They're not. Uh, all uh, some lady who basically is driving a caravan saying she was appointed by aliens to run this country. 
it's it's it, it, well, it's silly, but you know it, it's true. And sadly, some people believe her because they believe in some of the other stuff she's saying about vaccinations or she's saying about. Uh, the transgender community or anything else. It's all too blended together. And really, politicians have to say, you know, enough is enough. The silliness can't go on. It's it's counterproductive and it's actually hurting us collectively. Well, we'll see if we, if in the next few weeks, we see any of them coming forward and speaking out about any predominant issues. I would love to see it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll watch and, <laughs> and find out. Murray, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Take care. Of course. That was Murray Mandrick, political columnist for the Regina Leader Post and the Saskatoon Star Phoenix. You can read his article here too in the Edmonton Journal uh, about politicians not doing enough to quell conspiracy theorists and why they really need to.